Goldendale, and hello to all of my fellow liberty-loving Americans all across the fruited plains from sea to shining sea. This is the host who loves it the most, Luke Throop, here on a magical Monday morning. It's a maniacal Monday morning, friends. Torch Report 322, will there be a global run on the banks? You know, we're going to be looking at the, the collapse of the Silicon Valley Bank and all the writing that's on the wall and everything that's going on. It's hysteria. It's pandemonium. It's pandelirium. Who knows? what the hell is going on here, friends, but I'm sure, I'm sure you have heard the news. It's been out, you know, since Thursday night, Friday, and then Saturday, Sunday. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, you know, it's going to collapse. It's all going to come crashing down. The house of cards is about to fall over. Now, last Friday, there was significant chaos in the financial markets because news was coming to light that the 16th largest bank in the country, the Silicon Valley Bank, with some $209 billion on its balance sheet, uh, up from $27 billion in 2020, by the way. If you just think about that, they went from $27 billion to $209 billion in three years. Hmm, I wonder how that happened. Anyway, they went from $27 billion to... Uh, $209 billion in three years, which is remarkable. And then they just went bankrupt overnight. Holy smokes. How did that happen? Gosh, gee whiz, what's going on? You know, what, what, what does this mean for the average American? Do I need to pull my money out of the bank? I don't know. You know, so I'm just going to like spoil alert here, friends. I believe this is all a head fake. It's smoke and mirrors. It's a distraction. But I do want to get into it a little bit here. I want to I want to take a look at some of the headlines that are swirling around this debacle and and, and kind of go from there. So I'm going to share There's 10 headlines here in the report. I'm just going to read through them quickly. Uh, see if you can t- uh, tune in, kind of pick up on some of the, the themes and the words here. But first article says the woke SVB, uh, uh, that would be the Silicon Valley Bank, SVB. SVB prioritizes diversity, equity, and inclusion in its ESG investments. The Silicon Valley Bank followed exactly what the regulations recommended. So they were doing what they were supposed to do. Third one, that's a bank run. You know, understanding the second largest bank failure in U.S. history. This is no small things, friend. This is this is reminiscent of the 2008 uh, financial collapse, and that, that's kind of a big deal. So the California governor's wife, uh, Newsom's wife, has ties to this Silicon Valley Bank's board of directors. What an interesting coincidence. Uh, game over. FDIC shutters the Silicon Valley Bank uh, the collapse was faster than Lehman. So it happened fast. Oh boy, the FDIC, the, they jumped right on it. You know, the government's going to get involved and keep people safe. You know, uh, meanwhile, the Home Depot founder is out there telling Americans to wake up, like wake up. Hello, we're already in a recession. We've been in a recession. All of this build back better and Biden's booming economy is a bunch of BS. So the Home Depot founder says, wake up. You know, this collapse of SVB is just, you know, one domino. The next headline, SVB is the latest sign the Fed is breaking the financial system. I'll say it again. This is the latest sign that the Federal Reserve, which is a private corporation, not a government entity, just for the record, uh, they're actually breaking the financial system. That's an article there. Click on it and read it if you're curious. You know, uh, The Silicon Valley banking crisis spreads to Europe. Collapse contagion as multiple banks suffer catastrophic losses. Authorities take extraordinary measures to shore up the financial system. All right. Woo. Oh, man. You know, <sighs> Friends, that sounds like it's a really big deal, right? Oh my gosh, what's going on? I don't know. It's almost like the financial system is on the brink of collapse and nobody even saw that coming, right? 
wrong. <laughs> As you well know, friends, uh, I'm being facetious here. The writing has been on the wall. We've seen this is coming. If you zoom out to the macro level, we know that the financial collapse and the destruction of the American economy has long been in the works. Now, some say they've just been kicking the can since 2008. 2008, we should have come this big historic crash, but they've been kicking the can, kicking the can. And then others say that this is all part of the transition to the global digital currency, and the you know, which is a central component of the Great Reset, which... By the way, Federal Reserve Chairman, Fed Chairman Jerome Powell, he was referring to this last June. You may or may not recall. I did put it in a report there. Uh, That would be Torch Report 162, Banks, Tanks, and Biden's Blunder. But last summer, Jerome Powell, Fed Chairman, was, was announcing the rollout. In 2023, the Fed is going to roll out its own instant digital payment system, a.k.a. the Fed now. And in this conference, I put a video link there in uh, in the article, in the report today. Friends, if you're listening on a podcast platform, welcome to the audience, by the way. If you're listening on Spotify, Apple, you know, wherever your podcasts, uh, your favorite podcast, where you listen, your podcast platform, wherever you get your stuff, you know, you know, you got to go to thetorchreport.com to get all of the goodies. You won't be able to see this video unless you go to thetorchreport.com. Now, in the video, uh, Powell says rapid changes are taking place in the global monetary system, and that may affect the role of the dollar. Oh, geez, you know. Okay. Uh, I want you to note the words. Rapid changes are taking place in the global monetary system. That's exactly coming from the horse's mouth. A direct quote. Rapid changes taking place in the global monetary system. We need a catalyst for this. You know, this is the clue as to what's driving the whole situation. Global digital governance, global digital currency, the global digital marketplace. Okay, all of that. That's what's driving this. This was not spontaneous. This did not just happen. It's not by accident. This is orchestrated chaos that is serving the purpose of advancing the global push toward digital currency. And that's a huge kind of the capstone, if you will, in the uh, being, you know, enslaving humanity into the inescapable global socialist surveillance state. Now, it's only through that lens, friends, that we can have any meaningful conversation about this global run on banks. Okay? Do you think for a second that these international bankers, these shysters, and the rest of the global cabal, do you think they have not considered a run on the banks? You think, you know, they didn't consider this predictable reaction? Of course they did, you know? So what's their plan? What are these shysters up to? And I believe... Now, uh, you know, while one might speculate, ultimately, friends, we're just going to have to wait and see. I'm not getting all excited and uppity about this, okay? Honestly, this, uh, you know, this particularly sensational news cycle aligns perfectly with the big picture trajectory. But I do not believe this is going to be the catalyst to the full digital currency transition. I think there are some other things going on. This is going to kind of soften up the public and all of that. That's just a hunch. And obviously, I could be completely and totally wrong. I am, after all, just your favorite ignorant peasant, friends. But still, uh, you know, there's more to this story that just smacks of a cover-up and distraction. I think of this global run on the banks. It's something akin to the, uh, you know, like the hammer-wielding hippie assaulting Paul Pelosi, as opposed to a truly dire situation. I'm saying, you know, sit tight. You know, 
just take a deep breath for a second here. Okay. Now, what makes me think that this is just, in fact, a distraction? I'll tell you, uh, as it turns out, as I've been digging into it this morning and you know, kind of paying attention over the weekend, it turns out that the big boys, the big bankers, the VC titans, the venture capitalists who supply the billions of dollars of money to you know, fund all these startups, you know, they fund everything great in life. It, if it weren't for the big boys who had all the billions of dollars, these VC titans, uh, we wouldn't have, you know, all of this tech innovation and all that kind of stuff. So just keep that in mind. But these big boys, they were working behind the scenes actively to spark this run on Silicon Valley Bank. Now, wait a second, Luke, what the hell are you talking about? You know, what do you mean the VC Titans were sparking this run on the Silicon Valley Bank? Boy, there's a, there's an article in there. Uh, you can click it and read it and see, uh, Pete, uh, Thiel, Peter Thiel and these others, you know, they're like, Hey, psh, you know, maybe you should go get your money out of the Silicon Valley bank, you know? And coincidentally, you know, simultaneously, uh, Jamie diamond, the CEO of JP Morgan chase, you know, he's out there soliciting the SVB customers on Thursday. All of this was happening before the crash. Like, psh, Hey, maybe you want to come over to JP Morgan, you know, heard there might be a run on the bank. I don't know, you know, and just, just to kind of round this out and give you a full flavor of what's out there. Uh, prompt. I put three links there in the report today. Prominent venture capitalists advise withdrawing funds from SVB. That was prior to the bank run. Okay. Why is this U.S. Why is the U.S. government regulating J.P. Morgan but not SVB? Oh my gosh, that's not fair or equitable. Why is the U.S. regulating J.P. Morgan but not SVB? Isn't that an interesting headline given the current circumstance? You know, billionaire investor says that regional banks are an incredible bargain right now. That was the third link in there. Now, what's happening here and what I saw happening on Sunday was where they were talking about, oh, we got to get a buyer. We got to get a buyer for the Silicon Valley Bank. Well, you know, there are <laughs> maybe you're in that crowd. I'm not in that club. I'm not in the billionaires club here. So, you know, as a lowly peasant, it's almost unfathomable, incomprehensible to think about, ah, oh, we're just going to have to find somebody to buy up this, you know, this $200 billion bank. But that's what they were talking about on Sunday. And behold, we've got, you know, they're getting that all lined out. But while the venture capitalists were funding the, you know, the, you know, the, the withdrawal or the run on the SVB bank uh, and, and, you know, some, you know, real keen uh, propagandist for JP Morgan is out there like, why is the U.S. regulating us but not SVB? And meanwhile, the billionaires are saying, hey, it's a great time to snap up some of these smaller, you know, $200 billion banks because we're trillion dollar banks. OK. And of course, right on cue, Biden's out there hinting that the only viable solution to this completely unforeseeable crisis is more regulations. We need to have stronger regulations than ever before. And, you know, you think about Joe, the sock puppet Biden, who can't even, you know, he can't even thread together a sentence half the time, but he's refusing to take questions on the on the crisis because he lacks the cognitive capacity to answer them, to be blunt. But, you know, he's demanding greater control over the banks after all the top dog bankers nudged him in that direction. You see what I'm saying? Like, oh, we got to have more regulations. That comes after the article that says, oh, my gosh, you know, the headline, why aren't they regulating SVB? And million, meanwhile, at the same time, simultaneously, the billionaires are licking their lips and about to feast upon the struggling regional banks that they just set up to fail. 
And it kind of seems like all of this consolidates power and control into the hands of the global elite, doesn't it? Hmm, you know, who benefits here, friends? Certainly not the peasants. Before, uh, I do want to move past this here, but before we pivot away from these behind the scene players, I was looking into it a little bit. I want to share a few things about Jamie Dimon, who uh, is the CEO of the JP Morgan company, the trillion dollar bank that's, you know, uh, (laughs) a big player in all this. At any rate, Jamie Dimon is also currently embroiled in a lawsuit that ties JP Morgan to Jeffrey Epstein's sex trafficking ring. And on Thursday, coincidentally, on Thursday, a U.S. district judge in Manhattan issued an order demanding Diamond turn over uh, more potentially damning records. He's got a turnover records from J.P. Morgan that may indicate that J.P. Morgan was, you know, Diamond in cahoots with Jeffrey's um, Epstein, I'm sorry, Jamie Dimon in cahoots with Jeffrey Epstein. They were using J.P. Morgan for the, to facilitate the funds associated with sex trafficking. That's I mean, that would that happen on Thursday. And then, oh, my gosh, all of a sudden, you know, we've got these big boys are like, hey, maybe we should go get all you should go get all your money out of the bank. You know, whatever. OK, they kicked the storm off is what I'm implying here. The second thing to point out is that Jamie Dimon also is associated with the Globalist Council of Foreign Relations and the UN Net Zero Banking Alliance, which just coincidentally, you know, currently represents almost half of all the total global banking assets. So in the whole world, all the money in the world, uh, Jamie Dimon, he's really closely, closely associated with those who are representing almost half of all the money. Now, He's also affiliated, the third point to point out here, he's affiliated with the World Economic Forum, and he served as the chairman of the Business Roundtable, wherein, uh, link there in the report today, wherein Jamie Dimon's influence beyond Wall Street seems to be at a peak on the global stage, period, end quote. Friends, is it all coincidence that Jamie Dimon, you know, that's out there saying, why, why are we being regulated but not SVB, you know, who nudges on and leans on his buddies in Silicon Valley, hey, why don't you go get your money out of the bank? And then the bank goes down, and then, then his other billionaire investors decide that, hey, it's a great time to snap up and buy these banks, and, you know, what we really need is more government control that's going to favor the big guys and screw the little guys and all of that. I'm sure it's probably nothing, friends, I'm sure. Uh, It's just a long line of completely unrelated circumstances that probably have nothing to do with the big banks. It's coincidental that the global consolidation of wealth amongst the power players, you know, the dark and seedy pastimes of these world-class predators, all of this is uh, coming together right now, all these connections and same players, you know, and it kind of seems to play into this global transitioning to to global digital currency, you know. But again, here's what I think as far as specifically with the bank run today. I think it's just a massive distraction. Now, like I said a minute ago, it's definitely softening up the public for what lies ahead. This event, the collapse of SVB, Silicon Valley Bank, and other banks that go down with it, you know, it's going to hearken more government intervention. And then, of course, with the government intervention, subsequent we get more control over the economy. So we are doing, we're moving away from the free market economy, which we've already been moving away from, to a government-run economy where the government gets to pick and choose the winners, okay? Too big to fail and all that. 
then the government, at the behest of the global cabal, gets to continue to systematically destroy the U.S. economy to the level the playing field globally. Meanwhile, the big banksters get to slop up the profits that come from printing money like it's nothing, uh, you know, and they get to channel these funds to advance the globalist agenda. So you can see how it's very circular. It all works out very well for the global elites, not so well for the rest of us, okay? In other words, <laughs> you know, this is nothing more than a gross transfer of wealth at the global level. It will further drive inflation uh, through the roof. Historic inflation is not done uh, accelerating. It's going to negatively impact the supply chain as banks go down and the people that were relying on those banks can't get the goods to get to the supply chain, okay? Manufacturing and such. You know, that's going to feed into the collapse of the housing market. And ultimately, friends, this is going to break the backs of millions of Americans, I believe, you know, who are struggling to make ends meet in Biden's booming economy, you know, people are going to freak out. People are going to run to the bank. People are going to pull out their pennies. But it really doesn't matter. Soon enough, friends, all the cash is going to be trash. Businesses are going to be forced to comply with the new 2023 FedNow service, as noted above. You know, this this is being rolled out. It's digital currency, okay? Businesses are going to be forced to adopt to this digital currency rollout. It's coming down the pipe, okay? And the only alternate to barter, to trade, the other means of exchange, gold and silver, brass and lead, et cetera, these are going to be the only other options, friends. That's what I want. Stay focused on the big picture here because that day when businesses and even at the local level, local economy is forced to comply with federal regulations that are being set up by this uh, orchestrated financial crisis, it's, it's going to lead to a choice. And the choice is going to be to comply and succumb to the demands of the state-backed bankers, which is you know, essentially submitting to the global cabal for, for uh, the ability to surveil all of your transactions and all that kind of stuff. We, I'm going I'm to set that aside. Ultimately, you have the choice to comply, to succumb, to submit, or you, I, we, in the local community, in your local community, in your neighborhood, we can muster the grit, the tenacity, and the innovation that would be necessary to wholeheartedly resist and strive to establish a functional parallel economy while we can, while we still can. We need to start with a local bartering network, people that you can get uh, in contact with in your local area. If you have to ride a horse, ride a bike, or walk, friends, that would be your, your sphere of influence in a worst-case scenario, okay? And I know it sounds crazy. You know, I know it sounds nuts. Luke, why are you talking about this? this we're talking about the bank run. It's a global bank run. This one's going, it's really exciting. No. Friends, you know, this morning, Biden declared that Americans have confidence that the banking system is safe. See, there you go. The banking system is safe. You know, I'm sure he means that the banking system is safe and effective, just like the masks and the vaccines and the drinking water in New Palestine. But don't fret, friends. The banking system is safe. And of course, Biden also ad uh, he added that, you know, these bank executives are going to be fired and that shareholders are not going to get bailed out, you know, but he's going to be looking out for the little guy. You know, he's going to look out for the little guy. Joe has pledged to give whatever is needed. He's going to give whatever is needed to keep his hap uh, his handlers happy. Anyway, friends, just just you think about all of it right now. China's communist dictator Xi Jinping is out there talking with the comedian-turned-globalist puppet Vladimir Zelensky. That's happening. While the U.S.-Ukrainian relationship starts to flounder as U.S. officials begin to fret over the mismanagement of military equipment, uh, sustained military losses on account of, uh, uh, on a 
count of Ukraine, and of course, the unaccountable pissing away of billions of taxpayer dollars. That's going on. Same time, we've got thousands of military-aged males, thousands of military-aged males storming the southern border in broad daylight, El Paso, Texas. Simultaneously, the president of Mexico is threatening members of Congress who are seeking to stem the tide of drugs, death, and crime being driven by the illegal immigration. You can't make this stuff up, friends. Never mind the fresh calls for hearings about the new J6 footage that's intentionally being slow rolled by uh, Kevin McCarthy. Okay, Kevin the Schmuck McCarthy is intentionally slow rolling the J6 footage. He doesn't want to upset the public, you know. Uh, or how about the calls out there? Very unlikely, but we're going to call. We got to investigate and prosecute Pelosi, Cheney, Mayorkas, and more. Woohoo! Okay, do it. Go for it. Knock yourself out. You know, the Oversight Committee squawking about having documents that prove Biden was getting money from the CCP, the Chinese Communist Party. Friends, it's just political theater. It's on par with Mike Pence being out. He's out there announcing that history is going to hold Trump accountable. Mike Pence announcing that history will hold Trump accountable for the violent attack on the Capitol. Okay, you see how the theater is being played, how it's getting set up. It's not that none of this stuff is important, friends. But what do you think is actually going to happen? Could all this hype about a global bank run just be a distraction from everything else that's going on? Could the global cabal be kicking off an international bank run just to be a smokescreen to move the remaining pieces in place for the next act of the Great Reset? Friends, as I finished this report this morning, there was uh, trading had been halted at some 30 banks. So it's going. It's blowing up big. We'll talk about it more tomorrow, I'm sure. The contagion is spreading. People are scared. And fear spreads faster than facts. Friends, my recommendation to you is to take a deep breath. They, if they want us to be scared... It would probably be wise to stay calm and carry on. This too shall pass. In the big picture, this is way beyond our control. And despite the headlines, friends, today is a beautiful day. It's a magical, maniacal Monday morning. Let's not let these commies steal our joy, friends. That is the message of my heart for today. Friends, if you're enjoying this podcast, please take the time to click that little heart and give me some love. Subscribe if you have not subscribed already. And of course, above all else, the greatest honor of all is if you share this podcast with everyone you know. Get out there and embrace this magical Monday, friends. And I'll look forward to talking to you again soon. Thank you.